you know at times we, we want to just go through marriage with our limited view and experience and it just keeps us at a standstill and frustrated and so it's because of this i, I would just like to take us through how intimacy with god can transform your marriage welcome to the reconnected marriage partners podcast hi we are david and Eben, your host on the show we know what it's like to feel less connected as a couple while juggling the increasing responsibilities and demands of work life and parenthood we also know what it feels like to achieve a deeper level of connection and intimacy in marriage while raising a family if you're ready to reconnect on a deeper level, reignite the passion in your marriage, and enjoy a more exciting and satisfying marriage, even if you're raising children with limited time, this podcast was made for you. Be prepared to be empowered and inspired to build the strong and connected marriage you truly desire. All right, let's light up that spark. Come on! Hi, friend. And welcome to another exciting time on this show. Well, it's the family month, it's the love month, and it's all about February. And so that's why in the next couple of weeks, we will be talking about things that pertain to love. <laughs> it's not like we've not been talking about that all this while. <laughs> But um, we'll be taking some interesting topics that I do believe will be educative, will be inspiring, and will bless you like never before. So today, I want us to just look at something that is very important in every marriage. And... That is how intimacy with God transforms your marriage. We could also put it this way. How a Christ-centered marriage transforms your marriage. I, I think that was last week. I was in church and I'd seen a group of guys trying to, okay, not a group, two guys trying to set up a ping pong table. Now, one of them was underneath using his leg to support. And what the problem was, was that the, the table seemed to be caving in. And there was this space in between, you know, where the table is actually caving in. And I kept asking, where is the manual? Can we read the manual? <laughs> and he said it didn't come with a manual because of where he purchased it. And I think one of them somehow said, oh, the, the space in between the table, that's the way it's supposed to be. And I, and I said, no, with table tennis, no, or ping pong, no, there shouldn't be any space in between. It's supposed to be flat and all that. But what happened was that there was another person there who was a seasoned handyman and he looked underneath the the table tennis board and he was able to discover that 
some settings were done wrong. And once he put things the way they were supposed to be, tada, we had the table tennis board set and there was no space in between and we played a beautiful game actually several games you know smoothly now why am i actually sharing this story god is the creator of marriage he is the source of marriage if we need help with our marriage god is the one who can take care of it you know how many times have we tried to do marriage by ourselves with our own strength without reaching out to the one who is the source of marriage or even reach out to someone who knows better about marriage a good example maybe a mentor a coach you know at times we, we want to just go through marriage with our limited view and experience and it just keeps us at a standstill and frustrated and so it's because of this I, I would just like to take us through how intimacy with God can transform your marriage and the, the first place I would like to start with is in the place of prayers what does prayer actually do? Prayer gives us an opportunity to spend time with God. The interesting thing about communicating with someone or spending time in someone's presence is that the person begins to rub off on you. And the more you spend time with God, the more you become God-like, especially when you come before God with surrender we need to understand that the place of prayer is not about the length and it's really not about you it's really about God having that fellowship with God and when we talk of prayer we talk of conversation right you speak and he speaks back and you get to know what his heart is about a particular situation you know I, I believe I've shared this before of, of times where I've gotten into a situation with my wife and it's like maybe a heated argument and all that and all I just do is place my hands on my face and whisper a and <laughs> sorry if you didn't hear me I had my hands on my face and I was trying to demonstrate it have my hands on my face and whisper a prayer to God and say, God, help me in this situation. No, I'm not praying, oh God, can she just shut up? <laughs> no, I'm praying to God to help me in this situation so I would know the right thing to say or the right way to act. Because, of course, the way I... I go about it at that time is either going to escalate or bring peace to the situation and so that's the thing that prayer does it it gives us an avenue for us to bring our situation before god our concern to god 
another story I can share is, you know, at work, um, I have the opportunity to, to lead a team. And, you know, of course, there are times when people don't work well together and because they don't work well together or because there's an issue between them, they now go out and talk to other team members, maybe to to gather sympathizers and all that. And most times when such thing is done, it does not build a great team or build a great culture because it, it causes frictions in the groups in the in, in, in at the workplace it brings about gossip and you know backstabbing and slandering and all the rest and so it, it, a similar situation happened at work and and i called the lady you know who was kind of frustrated with another lady because she felt the lady had not done what she was supposed to do and I spoke to her and I said, what actually is frustrating you? And she said, oh, this lady did this and did that and did this and did that. And I said, okay, I'd like to stop you there because that's not actually what happened. What happened was this and this and that. So your picture was not the whole picture. Do you see now that you didn't have the whole story? And she said, oh, yes, I, I see that. And then I went for that to say, so now that you know, are you going to go back to all the people you have spoken to that this other lady was wrong? Would you go back to them and tell them that, oh, sorry, I didn't have the whole picture? Yeah, most likely not. Where am I going with this story? Most times when we have a conflict with our spouse, our our knowledge may be limited actually it is limited at times we think we know what she's saying at times we may think what we know what he is saying but the truth is that we may not so why don't we go to god who is able and who knows all things and who can give us some guidance on how to go about that situation. And so I told that my staff, I said, you know what, in the future, when you do find yourself in this kind of predicament, you need to speak to me. And so I could give you the whole story. And that's the same thing God is asking of us. We know in part, we see in part, right? And it's, it's only God who's, who sees all things. And so when we do have that situation, we can always consult God on the way to go. Which leads me to the second one, which is the study of the word. Now, the Bible has a way of transforming the lives of those who read it. And the Bible talks of blessings going to those who are not just readers, but rather doers of God's word. Now, the Bible has helped me so much in my marriage and in our marriage because we need to act on God's word. One of my greatest verses is, is Proverbs 15 verse 1. A soft answer turns away wrath, but grievous words 
you know, stirs up anger. When that word comes alive in your spirit, when your spouse comes to you, you know, in, in a certain way or speaks to you unkindly, because you know what the scripture says about a soft answer, you respond with a soft answer. And it could affect the way she also responds back to you. This is why it's important to spend time in God's word. We're talking about intimacy with God. And so when you read God's word and you know what God's word says about certain situations in life or life situations, it guides the way you do things in your marriage. So I'll ask you today, when last did you pick up your Bible to read? When last did you commit your marriage to God in prayer? I just want to back up about the prayer a bit. I remember talking to counseling someone and I told the person, I actually asked her, what kind of prayers were you praying um, for your husband? And, um, you know, most times when we present our request to God about our spouses, they, they are more like selfish prayers. And the focus is more about our spouse than ourselves. You know, maybe it's high time we changed our prayers to pray more about the way we respond to our spouse rather than the way we want our spouse to respond to us. Because in our selfishness, at times we feel that our spouse is the problem. And there has been a number of times wherein I have, you know, realized that, you know what, <laughs> my wife is not really the, the issue here. It's the way I had responded or reacted and which triggered other things. But at the end of the day, coming to realize that, you know what, ah, I missed it. I go to my wife. And I apologize to her and say, you know, baby, I'm sorry about what I said, or I'm sorry about what I did. I even remember one time wherein we had, I had spoken to her in a way that actually was kind of disrespectful. When I say kind of, I'm belittling. It was disrespectful. And it was in the presence of my kids. I really did feel bad that day. And what I did was that, I apologized to her in secret and I brought her before my kids and I did apologize to her again and I told my kids, you know, the way I spoke to your mom was not the right way. It was disrespectful and I shouldn't have done that and I also asked for their forgiveness. And so it's important. This is what God's word does to a human being. And so as I round up, it's not too much. Can you spend time in prayer for your spouse and for your marriage and also for yourself on the way you need to respond to your spouse? Are you willing to take God's word and see what God's word says about marriage? 
what God's word says about communication, what God's word says about conflicts and how you need to respond, what God's word says about relationships. I, I, I do pray that you will take some time to do that this week. And I think it, it would be a good thing to end in prayer. And I'll, I'll just pray with you today. Father, in the name of Jesus, I just pray for our listeners. I know you, you want them to have an intimate relationship with you. It's been your desire right from the time you had created Adam to have fellowship. But due to sin, we have run away from you and we have gone our own ways and we've decided to do things our own way. And I just pray for as many that are listening today who are saying, Lord, I want to return. Or those who are saying, Lord, I need a new experience with you. I pray, Lord God, that they will feel your warmth and your love. I also pray, oh God, for spouses that are having a challenge at this time. That as they go into the study of your word, you will grant them wisdom on how to work on their marriage, how to respond, the things they need to do that will bring about a transformation in their marriages in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, I just thank you because your spirit will go forth and do this in the lives of all our listeners. And for all those whose marriages are great, Lord, I just thank you for them. And I pray that they will continue to be great till we meet you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Well, beloved, thank you so much for spending time with us today and for listening till next week when we bring you another exciting and inspiring episode. I say God bless you and remember, stay connected. Shalom. If you like that emotion, please don't forget to leave a review to spread the love. Hi friend. If you've been inspired or found value in this episode, one of the best ways to thank us is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. We would love to hear from you. Please feel free to share this episode with friends and family. And together, we can build stronger marriages, families, and communities. Stay connected. Shalom.